Black leather glove, no sequins. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite shit. Nike crossbody, got a piece in it. Gotta dance, but it's really on some street shit. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way we bout to slide. Hey, can't let this one slide. Hey, don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson. I could get you the. Hey, 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 everyone! It's good to be back on your airwaves. Thanks for tuning in to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 11. Um, yeah, things are going great. We're still in quarantine, but we're, we're now used to it. Uh, we've got our routines. We've got our schedule down. We may be a little bit bored, um, but, you know, we're still we're still hacking away and things are seemingly working. And so that's that's um, that's positive and that's gives us hope for the future. Um but yeah, this 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 week um, I really didn't have much in our roundtable, but I did want to touch on goal setting. So that's something that's important for me um, is goal setting, and uh, wanted to touch on that. We also have a great interview with the NFL prospect hopeful Jordan McRae, um, who who talks uh, a lot about what he's been doing to prepare for the draft. Um, but yeah, and that's that's something that he set a goal for his life since he started playing football. And, and for me, I'm always, I've always been a goal setter and I always think about goals five to 10 years ahead. That's always how I thought about it. Five to 10 years ahead. When you're talking about financial goals, you really want to start from the, the end point and then move back. So when do you want to retire? Okay. Now we move back to our current stage. Um, and what do we have to do to get to that point? Uh, but you know, the reason why goal setting for me and for other people out there, why it's so important uh, I think there's a few reasons why, because it helps you look at the big picture, right? Um, we sometimes we get bogged down in the details and we get overwhelmed by, you know, thinking that far ahead. But a goal will help you look at, okay, maybe right now I realize this isn't that important to me right now, but I know the big and the grand scheme of things, this is going to be important for me later on. So setting those goals now is so, so crucial. Uh, so that's those goal settings is crucial. Retirement goals, debt pay down goals. Um, strategies for buying a house or buying a car, or paying down, you know, notes on those items. So those are big, big things. And you need to know your big objectives in order to establish smaller ones. So like I talked about earlier, to know what you want to, when you have the, the grant where you want to end up, you have the end point. You have to circle back and retrace and those small steps will help you get to the end point. So whenever I start a goal, I remember when I wanted to go to business school and I was like, all right, I want to go to the top finance school that will allow me a chance into investment banking. So I really just researched those schools, um, saw that it was like Booth, Chicago Booth, Cornell and different uh, programs that I said, all right, how do you get into these programs? Which led me to stumbling upon management leadership for tomorrow and that fellowship that helped me get a leg up and able to, you know, refine my process into applying. Um, and so you really just want to take it, you know, step by step. But when you have that goal set in mind, then you are able to go step by step and get to those goals. Another thing goal setting will help you do is, is get some buy-in from the people around you. You know, I was telling everyone I could what I was going to do, uh, whether they believed in me or not, I really didn't care. But the people that did, uh, that buy-in was great, right? So they help support you. They maybe connect you with someone that you can talk to. When you're really passionate about something, 
people are able to see it and people are able to, you know, feed off that energy. And ultimately, they'll either be someone that, you know, tries to, you know, help you or maybe there's someone that isn't really going to help you and you don't worry about those people. You kind of go forward with your plan um, anyways. And, you know, goal setting helps you track your progress. If you don't have a goal, then how are you able to know, you know, what you, you know, how do you able to keep score? Uh, I, I like to keep score. I'm someone that's a competitor. I'm someone that likes to attack objectives. And a goal setting allows me to do that. So when you have financial goals, uh, you can track your progress. You can look at it every quarter and say, did I reach this? Did I reach my savings goal for this month? Did I reach my savings goal for the year? Did I invest enough this year? That's something that's super, super important. I'm so someone that's very, very motivated by my own goals. So I'm always competing with myself. I'm really not and competing with anybody, you know, out there. I really worry about, you know, what I have to do, what I do for my clients, what I do for people around me and the goals that I set. Uh, but that's the big things um, that really, you know, I worry about. And when it comes to the active, effective financial goals, you really want to do specific things. So I know that I've spent that specific five to 10 year goals for myself when it comes to finances and it comes to anything else. So you really want to make it specific, write them down. I like to write mine down. I have it in my, like my iPhone um, notes or, you know, my reminders. Um, I sometimes put it in my laptop, but you definitely want to write it down. I used to have the reminder pop up every day on my phone. Um, set things that are measurable. That's that's a pretty easy one. You want to set goals that you can obviously measure and look back at. I want to save X amount per month. I want to pay down this. That's pretty easy um, and something that you can you know measure. And then put a time frame on it. You want to put something that's you know too restraining, but a time frame that you think is reasonable where you can you know reasonably you know make those goals. I think would be a good good thing to do. Um, so that's another thing that you can look at when it comes to financial goal setting. Um, and so I think that's just a quick overview, um, as always, in our roundtables. One, please you know, send feedback of you know, what you're listening to. If you want you know, more topics or things that we can touch on, I'd love to hear uh, from the people that are listening. I appreciate everyone that's listening every week. Uh, it's really, really enjoyable to you know, share content with everyone. And also... As always, reach out to me. You know, if any questions uh, on anything come up, I'd love to be someone that can answer those questions for you. Uh, as mentioned, you know, Jordan McRae, um, former Oklahoma State wide receiver, who is now um, looking towards his eyes on the next level of uh, professional football. Uh, so he had a great interview. He was able to call in and talk a little bit about his process, uh, what drove him into, you know, you know, sports and what he's looking to do at the next level. I love speaking to people. Again, I, you know, football, people that know me know that football is, you know, my favorite sport and something that I played for a long, long time. So I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed this interview and thank you for tuning in. All right, everyone, we're back. Uh, we have a great guest here with Jordan McRae, um, NFL prospect, going through the process right now. He was kind enough to take some time out uh, to talk to me. So how are you doing, Jordan? I'm doing all right for having me on the show. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, we, I love talking to, you know, guys like you that have played, that have played you know, at a high level in college, that are going to play professionally. Because um, to me, it's just fascinating. I love football. I love sports. Mm -hmm. um, and it really started at a young age for myself. I started playing when I was in, like, third grade or something. If okay. you think back when you started playing, when did you start playing and why? Yeah, so um, I, I started, uh, I want to say, um, maybe four or five. So 
I was uh, always in the backyard with my dad, my uncle, my brother, uh, just playing football because, you know, they played um, before I did. So, you know, it was it's always been the family. And um, it's just kind of one, one of those things that, you know, you, you idolize uh, those people who, who play before you and you just imagine yourself, you know, being in their, their shoes mm-hmm. and um, that lifestyle. So, um, you know, I just fell in love with the game at a young age. So it's always just kind of been that, that, that safety blanket for me. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I just love the sport. That's that. That's I, I echo those sentiments. Um, and obviously, you know, you played in high school and you had the opportunity to play in college um, and, and talk to you about your college experience playing uh, Division One collegiate football. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, it's great. Um, it's great. It's, you, you obviously have your your uh, challenges, but, um, you know, if you have the opportunity and you love the sport, I, I would recommend, you know, doing it um not to say that you can't you know make it to the nfl from any other level whether it's d2 d3 and iai um i mean but it's just the i think that the the relationships that you build in football um are the biggest things for me Mm -hmm. um just meeting some of my best friends my lifelong friends uh while playing the sport it's just uh, it's amazing how um the sport that we love you know can do so much for us that's 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 a fair point. That relationships are a big thing. I know I obviously on your social media I saw some great stuff you guys doing, you know, push up challenges during the quarantine, staying fit, <laughs> yeah. staying in shape. Um yeah, that's 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 true. It's just a great um, you know, way to build strong relationships. You go through a lot with your teammates and, and with the fans as well. And obviously mm-hmm. your time at Oklahoma State, talk to you about that. You made a transfer, um and you had a great, you know, finish off your a great career there. At OK State, what was that like? What was the reason for your transferring? And talk to me a little bit about that. Okay, yeah. Um, so I mean, I I uh, transferred to Oklahoma State from South Alabama. I just uh, I wanted to um, get in an offense uh, where it kind of catered to my abilities more. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I had the opportunity um, once I transferred for my name in the portal uh, for some pretty good schools and. Oklahoma State just jumped out to me because of, you know, their history and mm-hmm. um, how many great receivers have been in the program and just uh, their, 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 their offense, the, the style of uh, play that they, they come with every Saturday. Um, it was really appealing. And once I got there, um, it, it was just an amazing experience. Like, the, the, the team is just, like, they're all brothers. Like, nobody fights like – at all which was amazing to me um so uh that was one of the biggest things for me and uh to this day you know I talk to them every single day and uh check on them and make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do Mm. supposed to be doing so um I mean it was just a great experience and I wish I would have gone there um, a lot sooner, but, you know, I'm just grateful to have the opportunity to go. I, I sentiment that because I actually transferred myself. I started at the University of North Dakota, uh, which was oh, okay. at, at FBS, uh, FCS, excuse me, uh, Division One AA, and then I transferred mm-hmm. to the University of Nebraska at Omaha and finished. Okay. So, um, yeah, that, that's fair. You just want to be around a group where you just know in a gut feeling what feels right for you so that, that makes sense. And, I mean, you are sure. just talking about you were checking in on the younger guys, and you were checking in on them, making sure they're still working out, staying in shape, getting ready to represent the next class. Um, mm-hmm. What has football taught you? I mean, football has taught you, you mentioned, you know, the relationships. Is there any other lessons that you've learned from playing for your, I would call it, you know, 10, 12 years that you've been playing the game uh, that you've learned from, that you learned from the game? 
Um, yeah, I, I, I think that the biggest takeaway from football um, that I have encountered is uh, just how to o- overcome adversity, mm. whether that's adversity on the field or adversity in life. Mm. Um, I mean, you're going to be at the highest of the high and the lowest of the low at some point in your life. So uh, football has just really helped me to, uh, I guess, become a better man mm. in that aspect. Mm. Uh, and like I said, the teammates, they they bring you, you know, with them. Uh, they build you up when you're down. Uh, they ride your highs with you. So um, just being there for people and um, pretty much like I, I kind of look at it as like life is kind of like football. Mm. Um, you're going to have your teammates, which is your family. And, you know, you got to do anything and everything for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that that was pretty much my biggest takeaway from the game. Love it. Love it. I love that. For me, it was it's similar. It's like, um, you know, adversity, discipline, hard work. Those are the three things that definitely uh, stick out to me is overcoming adversity, Staying disciplined, uh, work ethic, um, definitely. Shrine Bowl, we got a chance to, you know, catch up with the Shrine Bowl. How was your Shrine Bowl Mm -hmm. experience? I love the Dom. I'd never been to Florida before then. Really? I don't know if you get to see those little lizards. They're more out. I did, across the road. (laughs) (laughs) I hate those little things. I hate reptiles. uh, (laughs) Thanks of all forms. But, uh, yeah, no, it was was really great to be down there. The people were hospitable. The the atmosphere was great. What was uh, some of the things you enjoyed about your time at the Shrine Bowl? Um. Shrine Bowl, to me, really, that whole week was uh, just eye-opening and amazing to me. Um, Sunday, we went to Shriners Hospital and got to interact with uh, the patients there. And uh, that that was just, I can't even really explain. It was just a, a great experience, like, um, to just really see, like, how blessed and fortunate we are. And, um, you know, we can't really take anything for granted mm-hmm. because, you know, the things that they go through, they always have a smile on their face and they're always willing to play and ask you questions. And, you know, they don't really show any, um, any lows in their life. So, you know, why should we, um, and we're this blessed. So that whole week was just a great experience. Mm. And, um, you know, for the football part, um, it was a great experience as well because, you know, we got to, um, compete with other great college football athletes and um, learn what it is to be a pro before we're actually a pro. Mm. So I, I felt like that was uh, really good for me. I love that. I love that. You just mentioned that being a pro, which is the, the path you're headed on. What would playing at the next level that shot, what would that mean to you? Obviously you're working hard, had your great, excellent pro day. You've kind of done everything. You've checked the boxes, size, speed, strength, hands, uh, the intelligence. Uh, so what would that uh, opportunity mean to you? Uh, I mean, it would mean the world. I mean, I've been working for this my whole life. So um, to be able to say that I've accomplished it uh, is a great, is a great uh, confidence booster for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, it's not a lot of people that can say that they play professional football, whether it's for a year, uh, 10 years, mm-hmm. however long it is. Um, the, the fact that you are able to say that you were a professional athlete is, uh, is a huge Mm-hmm. And yeah, you mentioned that your dad actually there's a lineage there because your father actually played. Has he passed on some tips that he's then kind of given you uh, as you prepare or any of those sort of things? Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. There's always things that uh, he's telling me I could get better at and what I could do different. Uh, my uncle, you know, he played for a while too, so um, I really look for him. I look to him mm-hmm. for guidance. Um, he won a Super Bowl, went to Pro Bowl as a receiver, um, so. Um, you know, anything and everything. Every time I talk to him, I just want to soak it up. 
and uh, be a better person and be a better football player. Love it. Love it. Well, you're definitely accomplishing all those things. So, hey, Jordan, well, this is wonderful. Um, I really, really do appreciate your time. We're going to be watching, cheering um, in the next couple of months here as things uh, unfold. So thank you again for your time. And I know you're going to do yes, amazing sir. things. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Man. Of course, bro. All right. All right.